I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. It is summer here in the Minneapolis area where I live, and that means only one thing. Get out and do all of the warm weather activities in the next couple of months before the crisp fall days of autumn show up, and they will be here before you know it. Maximizing summer for me means getting in the water to swim and getting out on the water in a boat, on a paddleboard, in a canoe, in a kayak, any which way I can. One of the most amazing things about the state where I live, Minnesota, is that it has so many lakes. We are the land of 10,000 lakes, but technically there are over 13,000 lakes for us to swim in, paddleboard on, boat on, canoe on, and kayak on. So getting out there and enjoying that water while it's not frozen is super important to me. Maximizing the summer is what it's all about. Now, incidentally, I do feel this way about all of the seasons here in Minnesota, getting out and maximizing them as much as possible. So in the fall, it's hiking, taking in the fall colors and just the smell of what autumn brings. And in winter, it's skiing and ice skating and sledding and all of the winter sports. And in spring, I delight in watching the snow melt, the grass turn green, and seeing the leaves on the trees and the flowers start to bud out. When those first spring flowers poke their heads through the chilly soil, it is so welcoming. And I appreciate the spring rains and dodging puddles on my morning walk. All of these things give me hope that summer is coming after such a long winter. And of course, that brings me to where I am right now, enjoying these early days of summer. I was recently out on a lake kayaking, and while I was out on the water, I drew parallels to how kayaking is like having a difficult conversation. In fact, I drew 10 parallels. And as soon as I got off the water, because I was so excited to share them with you, I scribbled them down in a little notebook that I carry with me for just such purposes. I'm going to share them with you in today's episode. And just so you know, I'm an average kayaker, and you might be average at holding difficult conversations. I get better as a kayaker every time I get out on the water, just like you will get better every time you have a conversation on an uncomfortable topic. We get better the more repetitions we put in. My hope in sharing with you This content in the podcast today is that you will be inspired to take advantage of whatever circumstances come your way, whether that means getting out on the water as much as you can, like I plan on doing this summer, or tackling a difficult conversation or situation when it presents itself instead of dodging it or putting it off. 
All right, let's get started with my 10 parallels, 10 ways in which kayaking is like having a difficult conversation. Number one, do the hard part first. Imagine this, I'm getting out onto the water and there is a slight breeze coming across the lake. Well, in the kayak, I'm going to paddle into the wind first. I'm going to size up the waterway, the wind, and any other environmental factors that I'm aware of and chart my course accordingly. Because you see, if I started the easy way and let the wind take me and paddled away from the wind, I would have a really easy time in the beginning. But getting back to dock my kayak would be excruciating, especially if the wind picks up while I'm out on the water. So I'm going to focus on the most difficult part of my kayak journey first. And that might mean paddling into the wind, which is in fact what I did the other day when I was out on the lake. I paddled into the wind. I also was paddling into the sun. I was glad I had my sunglasses along. I was paddling into the sun and into the wind, and it was hard work. But I tell you what, I enjoyed my return trip so much better with the wind at my back. Now, when we're having a difficult conversation, whether that's at work or in your personal life, get the hard part of the conversation over and done with first. If you've got difficult news to deliver, be direct and be swift and be diplomatic, of course. You'll come across as far more sincere. It leaves a really bad impression when you make small talk for 15 minutes and then deliver the bad news. Number two, you have to steer to get where you want to go. Of course, when I'm out on the water, the kayak isn't naturally going to take me where I want to go without me being cause in the matter. I have to paddle hard to the right to explore the cove I've spotted up ahead if that's indeed where I want to go. Or if I want to go to the left, out deeper into the water, I have to paddle hard to the left to be able to get into that deep water. And in a conversation, you can't expect it to naturally go where you want it to go if you have a specific topic that you need to discuss. A hope and a prayer certainly won't get you there. You have to take conscious, deliberate action to move the conversation to where you want to go. Step number three, the third parallel. Coasting is unpredictable. So when I was out in my kayak, occasionally I would get tired and I would need to do some coasting taking my paddle out of the water and just laying it across the kayak and enjoying the view was wonderful. But of course, that is coasting. Whether your arms ache from paddling or you just want to soak in the moment, and I was doing a bit of both, coasting is certainly important. But it's incredibly unpredictable. Even if you think you've accounted for the wind and the waves and you think you know where they will take you, you don't always know for sure. So I definitely found coasting to be unpredictable in my recent kayak adventure. And again, sometimes I would guess right and sometimes I would guess wrong. And when I guessed wrong and my coasting took me in a different direction, of course, then there was more hard work to do to get back on course. Likewise, in a conversation, when you take your eye off the target and you lose focus on where you want the conversation to go, you will most likely end up in unfamiliar territory or at the very least, someplace other than where you wanted to go. Now, sometimes you might really enjoy where it takes you or you might 
find yourself treading water on a dicey topic. It can be fun, it can be dangerous, and it can be both at the same time. If you are coasting in a difficult conversation, be forewarned, you may end up in some dangerous territory. The fourth parallel, it will be messy. (laughs) So in the kayak, I got splashed the other day. I was wearing a t-shirt and shorts with my swimsuit underneath, and I knew there was a very good chance I was going to get wet. Even if you are an experienced kayaker, be prepared to get wet. Water is going to drip from the paddle, it splashes from the waves, seeps into your shorts, it soaks the magazine that you brought along to read when you found that perfect spot and were going to coast for a bit. It will be messy. And of course, you need to have a towel on the other side, but that's a whole different topic. It will be messy in the kayak, and it certainly was messy for me. As I mentioned, I got wet, and you know, when you get wet, and you're out on the water for a while in a hard plastic kayak, those wet shorts do start to get really uncomfortable. So in addition to messiness, that messiness may lead to some discomfort. Let's compare this to a conversation. It will also be messy. (laughs) That conversation will go somewhere unanticipated. It will get uncomfortable. It will be difficult. You might make mistakes, say the wrong thing, be misinterpreted, have miscommunication despite your best intentions. But the trust and respect that you get from taking a difficult topic head on will deepen the relationship and make that mess worthwhile. So in those difficult conversations, know that it will get messy. That's part of the process. Hang in there and have faith during the messy parts that you're holding the conversation in the best interest of the relationship and in the best interest of the topic at hand. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Parallel number five. The other person doesn't have it as easy as it seems. (laughs) Out on the water, the person who passes you with a friendly wave from their sailboat, looking like they have the wind at their back and hardly has to do anything to zip past you, well, they've had their own share of challenges. When I was out on the lake paddling into the wind with all of the unpredictability and messiness that came along with my kayak trip, there were several sailboaters in both large and small sailboats that were within waving distance. And of course, when you're out on the water, that's what you do. You wave at the other boaters and you know that they're hopefully having as good of a time as you are. But as I looked at the person on the sailboat, especially the sailboat that got the closest to me, it was just a small 
sunfish sailboat and the person was just zipping along. He looked, you know, had that wind in his hair and he looked like he was just absolutely enjoying himself. He made it look easy. But I do know that there was a lot of hard work and effort that went into that. I am barely proficient at sailing a small sailboat. And by barely, I'm exaggerating a bit. I know it takes hard work. It takes a lot of training and thinking on your feet when you're sailing. So while this person on the sailboat absolutely made it look easy breezy, I know there was a lot of hard work that went into it. Now, when we translate that to difficult conversations and maybe at work, you know, the person who does salary negotiation or gives critical feedback or conducts performance reviews, maybe they make it look easy. But remember, they've had to work hard at developing those skills. For most people, effectively conducting difficult conversations does not come naturally. When you're engaged with somebody who is holding their own in a difficult conversation and looks like they're incredibly comfortable and doing a great job, make sure you honor the work that has gone into learning the important skills of facilitating those tough conversations. It's not as easy as it looks, and they've done a lot of hard work to get where they are. The sixth parallel, there will be unexpected surprises. I was paddling along in the most peaceful area of the lake and thinking deep thoughts or sometimes no thoughts whatsoever. And (laughs) I was surprised a couple of different times. One time a big fish jumped right near my kayak while I was just gliding along and resting. I didn't have my paddle in the water, so the fish probably didn't even know I was there. The fish jumped and man, I just about jumped right out of the boat. There was another time when a little turtle poked his head up near my boat. Again, that was less of a startle than when the fish jumped near my boat, but both times these were unexpected surprises to me. Now these unexpected surprises happen in your conversations as well. Your conversation might be going along swimmingly and then your counterpart shares some unknown facts or some difficult news something that you weren't aware of. Or perhaps they share good news. (laughs) Either way, it might knock you off your balance. That's okay. It's bound to happen. Just steady yourself, take a deep breath, and listen deeply. You'll know what to say next when there are unexpected surprises. Parallel number seven, take risks. It's really important when you're out on the water to be vulnerable. Go places you've never gone. Go to that cove that looked so exciting, even though it was maybe a little bit further away than you thought you could paddle. Take your life jacket off. Live a little. What's the fun of going all the way out into the middle of the lake if you don't enjoy the feel of the warm sun on your shoulders? And I certainly did. Now, I'm a very strong swimmer, so I can safely take my life jacket off and know that I am not in harm's way, especially if the water is relatively calm and the winds are not too strong. In a conversation, take risks as well. Say what you need to say, even if it may not be well-received. Be courageous. Speak up. Deliver the difficult feedback to the person who would benefit immeasurably from knowing that feedback. Step up to the challenge and take risks in those difficult conversations. Parallel number eight. You can go farther than you think you can. 
Now, when I was kayaking, my arms got sore from paddling and your arms might get sore from paddling too. The sun got hotter that day than I thought it was going to. And that hot sun was beating down on my bare shoulders and my back. That sun was also bouncing off the water and onto my face. I was getting tired. But remember, you may be tired. You may have the sun beating down on you, but you can always paddle one more stroke and then one more stroke and then one more stroke. You really can make it to the other side of the lake or miles upstream, or wherever you're headed, and even farther than you think you can. Likewise, in a conversation, you can build more trust and more respect into that conversation and take it farther than you thought it could go. You can learn more about the other person. You can disclose more about yourself. You can share more of the facts and circumstances that bear upon the situation and see where the conversation takes you. Trust me, you can go farther in one conversation than you ever thought you could. Parallel number nine, you don't have to be an expert to succeed. As I mentioned, when I started telling you these 10 parallels, I am not an expert kayaker. I am an average kayaker at best. Now, a beginning kayaker gets out into the water and experiments, and a mediocre kayaker like myself does the same. We get out onto the water, and we experiment. The mere act of getting in the boat, learning to paddle, and making the vessel glide through the water, even with moderate proficiency like I have, is a huge success. And it's so much fun. Now, likewise, in conversation, you don't need to be an expert at facilitating difficult conversations and difficult dialogues to get great outcomes. You can take on a tough subject, raise a sensitive issue. That alone is something many people will shirk from and will avoid. You are a success because you had the courage to take it on. So bravo to you for taking on the difficult topic, the difficult circumstances, and holding the conversation. And finally, the 10th parallel between kayaking and holding difficult conversations. It is rewarding. In the kayak, you can go places that you've never been. I certainly did the other day out on the lake. And you can see sights that you've seen a thousand times, but this time from a new perspective, from the middle of the lake. I was on a lake that I've walked near and driven by many, many times. But from out in the middle of the lake, It looks totally different. The landscape, the horizon, everything in the area looks totally different. You came, you paddled, you saw, you saw it from a new perspective. The rewards are limitless. And likewise, in a conversation, after the conversation, you'll be incredibly proud of yourself for initiating it. And the rewards will last long after the conversation is over. You'll reap the rewards through your increased confidence, your track record of holding those difficult conversations, and most likely, a successful resolution to a difficult situation. Paddle on, my friend. Paddle on. So there you have it. 10 ways in which kayaking is like holding a difficult conversation. Again, my wish for you is that you are inspired to take advantage of whatever circumstances come your way getting out there and enjoying the heck out of whatever season you're in, whatever people you are with, and whatever comes your way. And when those difficult situations come up, 
you've got some new ideas on how to take it head on instead of dodging it or putting it off until later. If you're interested in learning more about holding difficult conversations, be sure to check out my book titled Head On, How to Approach Difficult Conversations Directly. It's available wherever books are sold. And in the show notes, I've linked up where you can purchase it or download a free sample chapter from my website. Head on over to working conversations forward slash 64 for the show notes and links. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please be so kind as to repay the favor to me. Please take just a few seconds to go to the platform where you're listening to this podcast or where you downloaded this podcast and give me a five-star review and write a sentence or two about what you like about the podcast. It helps more people find the podcast and that helps me and I sincerely appreciate it. Until next time, get out there and enjoy the heck out of whatever season you're in and be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.